0: The following show was pre-recorded.
1: Good morning, South Florida. This is the Financial Truths. Your host, John Wilkinson. I am in the studio today with Victoria Brinkley today. Uh, She is my guest. How are you doing today, Victoria?
2: Very good, thank you. How are you doing, John?
1: I am doing excellent this morning. So this morning, I really kind of wanted to call this show... Get to know the host, because, there's a, you know, we just started the show not long ago, and I wanted to let the listeners know about who they're listening to and why we put this show on. So, again, my name is John Wilkinson. I've been in credit for 14 years, full-time now. I'm an expert witness in credit. Uh, what does expert witness mean? <laughs> a lot of people say, they say. Uh, so that's when you can testify in a court of law, Uh, When it comes to issue on your credit, so we're looking for like damages, um, you know what affected the credit, you know uh, when a particular time uh, on a client, and so forth. Also, I am FICO certified in the FICO uh, scoring system. All right, Uh, FICO is a separate company from the credit bureaus. A lot of people don't know that; they they think they're all together. Um, So we'll go over that, you know to. have you understand how the different credit bureaus and how the whole system works. So today we're going to be debunking a lot of myths about how credit works, and we'll probably dip into a little bit about small business credit as well. All right. So anyway, um, Victoria, she's from the Fish Florida Association. All right. She is the promoter for this radio show. And we're just going to go over some of the details about personal credit. All right. So when it comes to personal credit, all right, so you got the three credit bureaus, which is Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. You refer to those, right, Victoria? Yes. Okay. So that's the majority of people have heard about. But there's other credit bureaus out there. There's one called LexisNexis. All right. So... With LexisNexis, they usually report the public records that are on your credit report, public records being like uh, bankruptcy, a judgment, and so forth. And usually the credit bureaus, especially Equifax, gets their data from this other credit bureau called LexisNexis. All right? So when you see that public information on your credit, that's where they're getting, getting that from. Okay? That's on your credit. Right, and then the way the credit bureaus how they get your information on the credit is by the creditors reporting to them, right? Whether it's true information or or not, which we'll go over that as well. All right. So, and then we got the different credit scores. Okay. So, as I mentioned last week on the show, I have the question all the time, every week. I it just drives me bananas, but because this information should be taught. In the schools, I mean, I shouldn't have had to go through the, I would call, um, hardship or boot camp or whatever (laughs) of of trying to figure out how this whole system works, how the credit scores work, what to do, what not to do, and so forth. And so I've opened a nonprofit last year called Credit Solution Programs, and this is a credit-based education nonprofit, and eventually, hopefully – We'll get this information into the public schools, at least high schools, to be taught. So imagine, you know, I have two small children, and when they get 18, 19, or whatever, I mean, I'm not going to depend, of course, on the public school system entirely, but they should be taught this information. So they're going off to college, and when you go off to college, you get hit by the credit card companies are expecting you to... You know, get a degree and a higher-paying job, and pay your student loans back, and you know, make more money. But they hitting you with these credit card offers, and a lot of the college students don't understand that. Hey, this is not free money. This is going to affect me in the long run. Yes. So, so this has happened to a lot of people, and so when I got out the military, which I was in the Marine Corps, I wanted to buy a house, and so I didn't understand how credit works. And so I got one of those credit monitoring services, saw where my credit was, uh, started playing with uh, different accounts to see how it would react. I mean, why do we have to go through that? We should not have to go through all that, all right? So we are here to bring you the information and we'll be working with a lot of colleges and hopefully the public school board to get this information into the public schools as well. But in the meantime, We're going to show you, we're going to teach you right here, everybody. All right. So today we're going to go over some of the basics. All right. So we got Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. you got what they call LexisNexis, which they're governed under what they call the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which is a federal statute that everything has to be accurate, verifiable, and up to date and so forth on the credit report. All right, so this report has a lot of different information on it as well. I highly encourage you that you Google LexisNexis, and there's a form you can fill out. You just mail it in, and they'll send you a free copy of the credit report. Man, when I got this credit report, I promise you... Victoria it was probably about 200 pages long.
2: Oh my word.
1: Yes, they had from when I first I couldn't I didn't even they had email addresses from I didn't even remember from when I was like a teenager. It was it was amazing how much information they had on me.
2: Very comprehensive.
1: Yes, very comprehensive. And so there's other credit bureaus out w- out there as well there's one particular one so i have over you know 700 credit score or whatever and then i had this direct tv at&t or whatever come to my house and try to solicit me mm-hmm. and so he was like i was like no i'm not interested or whatever and he's you know kept trying to make it enticing and so forth And so eventually I said, okay, you know, sure. And then he told me something like I had to put a $120 deposit down. And I was like, what are you talking about, young man? I got excellent credit. And so I found out later on that there's another credit bureau called the Utilities and Telecommunication Exchange, right? So every time you're late on your um, electric bill, cable bill, or anything like that, you don't see it with the Equifax Experience TransUnion report. But there's another credit bureau out there they're not telling you about, called the utilities and telecommunication, right, that they report to about this information. So it does come back to you when you are late on that electric bill, cable bill, and so forth, that that information is actually being reported to another bureau. Okay, so just like there's a credit bureau within the banking system. Called check system. So if you have a negative or or you close an account, let's say in a derogatory or negative balance, and that gets reported into check system. So let's say you go to a different bank and try to open another bank account, well they check that. So it's a system within the banks. So the point is here is there's a lot of data of yours that's being stored out there with these companies, which. I didn't sign anything (laughs) for them to get my information, right? But, yes, they have tons and tons of information on you. And you have a right to that data as well because that is your data. You have a right to um, dispute it, right, if there's anything inaccurate, unverifiable, or that's outdated and so forth. So, anyways, Victoria, let's do a kind of like a fun game today, okay? okay? So we'll make this more interesting and fun for the listeners out here. So because I know uh, credit can be, I don't know, it's boring to some people, but I think it's really interesting because (laughs) I didn't know anything about it and nobody taught me. And so as I found out, I became more and more interested and got super deep into it. So we'll do a game today and we'll call this the 26 myths or the concept myths of credit. Okay. so we're going to go to the different myths that I hear a lot about. You know, so there's so many people that comes to us and say, oh, well, I heard this and I heard that. No, no, it's like this. It's like that. Well, we're here to give it to you straight. So we're going to tell you the real truths about how personal and small business credit works. All right. So the first myth is, if you want to read it out here. It says you should. It says when you get married, right, does your credit. Um, merged together, right? So So do
2: you share a credit card score with your spouse?
1: Right. Okay. So do you share a credit card uh, score with your spouse? So no, you do not share a score with your spouse, and your credit does not merge when you get married. Your credit's your credit because that's under your social, and their credit is their credit because that's under their social. Now, if you want to buy a vehicle together, right, it's called being joint. So if you're a cosigner, a cosigner is the same thing as a signer. People, it's the same thing. You're on the hook. You signed for that financial obligation, so don't think just because you're a cosigner that you know it's different from you being the signer. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to go to a short break, right, and then we're going to go over the different twenty six myths here to debug some of the mills that are out there and then we'll talk about some of the different FICO credit scores and advantage credit scores. Uh, this is John Wilkinson, your host in the studio with Victoria Brinkley from the Fish Flower Association. The Financial Truths, we will be back.
3: Is your credit less than perfect? Worried about getting ripped off by a credit repair company? Look no further. Credit Solution Programs is a non-profit credit education and consumer advocates company with credit score improvement service that uses consumer credit rights under federal and state laws. Visit our site at creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Again, creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Our legal plans offers toll-free phone consultation on personal legal matters, letters/phone calls will preparation and more all legal plans provide a guaranteed 10 to 25 percent discount on legal services not otherwise covered by the plan we realize how difficult it can be to keep a business going in today's market having an attorney available for the legal situations known to arise in the business environment gives peace of mind to run a business with less worry the business legal plan can help with contract and document review debt collection contract disputes trial defense partnerships consumer fraud workers' compensation, incorporation, and much more. Call 772-348-4011 for more information. Again that's 772-348-4011.
0: Thanks much to our sponsor, New Concept Lures. They hold over seven U.S. patents, and all lures are unique in design and American-made. You can even have custom lures made to meet your needs. Visit New Concept Lures at newconceptlures.com, and you can also find them on the Fish Florida mobile
4: app. During these difficult times, the National Single Parents Resource Center has expanded to help anyone who would like to get the facts to deal with everyday challenges, especially during this pandemic. If you or someone you know needs a caring and compassionate ear or someone to talk to, please reach out to our vendor, Coach Judy, who has been honored nationally for her work in coaching. Please give her a call at 561-441-8557 or visit her site at coachjudy.info.
2: When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had
4: autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad
5: Council.
3: I'm Brad Keslowski, driver of the number two discount tire Ford Mustang. Have you ever been in a hurry to get somewhere? When ding, your tire pressure light comes on? Properly inflated tires are essential to the health of your car and can help keep you driving safely. Check your tire pressures every month, especially before long road trips, or stop by your neighborhood tire retailer for help. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association.
1: Good morning, South Florida, your host, John Wilkinson with the Financial Truths. We are back in the studio. I have my guest in the studio today, Victoria Brinkley. Uh, we are going to go over some of the different myths, so we'll try to make this fun. Um, I'll try my best. We'll do like uh, true or false type different questions. All right. So these are the different myths when it pertains to personal credit, the different personal credit. So we're going to try to debunk some of the myths that are out there um, that you see, even on the Internet and from friends and family and so forth. All right. So true or false. So when, your credit sc- when you're looking uh, to get borrow money, that's the only time your credit score is going to count. So what do you think, Victoria? True or false? True. Wrong. Sorry. So you would think that that's the only time it counts because you're looking to borrow money. But what about if you're looking for auto insurance or some kind of other insurance? Right. So they can look at the credit to determine your, you know, the see your rate or so forth. Also, if you're looking to uh, rent an apartment. Right. So you're not borrowing money, but you're renting something. Right. They might want to look at the credit at that time as well. So there might be other factors uh, besides that. All right, next one. So always paying the balances on your credit cards in full, that will give you the best credit.
2: I think that's true.
1: Okay, so now 30% of your credit score, the FICO credit score, is called utilization. This is the amount of available credit versus what your balances are. Okay, so this mostly has it, it really mostly has to do with revolving debt, which is like credit cards, right? Right. So the lower your balances on the credit cards, the better your credit scores, okay? So, but it's not just that factor, because there's other factors that play into the credit, such as, what, 35% is paying your bills on time, right? So... This is not just the only factor of paying down your credit cards. You also want to pay the bills on time. Of course, keeping an account open as long as possible. Counts towards your credit scores. Um, different type accounts, so not just all revolving. You want some installments. And then, of course, shopping for credit. All right. So next question. All right. It says, my mortgage broker can use my credit report I obtained for, from annual credit report. So your mortgage broker, saying, you're saying, here's my credit report I got off the line. Will he be able to use that? He or she be able to use that? No. That's correct. Woo, ah. wonderful. <laughs> so when you're going to get a home loan, right, so they're going to pull your credit report. Usually it's called a tri-merge credit report. This means it's with all three credit agencies all into one report. Now, when they're looking at a score, they're looking at the old versions of what they call the FICO credit score, right? So the older versions of the FICO credit score has to do with, I think it's versions 2, 4, and 5. Now we're in version 10, right? But you have what they call Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which is the largest holders of mortgages in the United States. And so they say you have to use a scoring model if you want us to buy your loans. So that's why they use them. All right, next question. All right. Too many accounts will hurt and therefore I must close some of the accounts not to hurt my credit.
2: Uh
1: you're saying that you have false. two correct. So that's false. Too many accounts Will hurt? No. Too many accounts will not hurt the credit, and you must close some of the accounts? No, you do not have to close some of the accounts. In fact, 15% of your credit score is called history. So the longer you have an account open, right, that's going to add to that 15%. Now, if you just open a brand-new account, you're going to lower your overall age of your credit as well. So that's one. All right, we kind of hit this one, but next question, let's do it anyway. A cosigner is not responsible. False. That's correct. False. So even if you're a cosigner or signer, you signed. It's the same thing you signed, right? All right. So, okay, so next question. All right, it says here uh, if a judge in a divorce proceeds orders a spouse to pay a debt, it no longer affects. By credit okay so in other words let me rearrange this so i'm i'm married i have a credit card uh the judge says tells my wife you know in the divorce hey you have to pay the credit card so that's no longer going to affect my credit true or false
2: um true
1: false Because it will affect my score, because it's still my card, I'm still responsible for it, even though the judge said that, the credit bureaus do not care what the judge really says, so they go by what the creditors report to them. Okay, It's good, 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 good information, right? All right. Piggybacking. Do you know what piggybacking is, Victoria? No. Okay, so piggybacking, which is like just a loose term in there, it's called an authorized user. All right. So back, you know. So the way it kind of started out is, you know. Now the man and woman has to work to survive in this country. You know, a couple of generations ago, only the man worked and the woman stayed at home. Well, one of the issues they were having is that the woman didn't have credit because she stayed at home and took care of the kids and everything. So then they allowed the man to add the woman or vice versa nowadays <laughs> to add the woman. And that would report on her credit, thus establishing her credit. And she could use the cards, of course, going to wherever to buy whatever she needed to, you know. Um, So it was a little different back then. But it still works. So if you're married, do not get a joint credit card because then both of you are responsible for that card. You get one. You get uh, the husband or the wife, whomever. One of you get a card. And then you add the other one as an authorized user. So the other one didn't sign for it. They're just an authorized user. So they're not technically, they're not financially responsible. So if something happens later on in life, you know, hopefully you don't get a divorce. But if something does happen and that card goes in default, you can write the credit bureaus and tell them, I was only an authorized user. I was not financially responsible. Please remove from my credit. And presto. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so that still does work. By the way, for the younger versions of FICO hint, hint, mortgages. All right, all right. So anyway, next question: If you opt out, you know what opt out is? Yes. Okay, excellent. So if you opt out, that will increase your credit score. Okay. Is that a true or false? If you uh, opt out, you think it will increase your credit scores? decrease or nothing nothing exactly so it does not affect your credit scores one way or the other because there was like this myth going around oh go online go on to opt out i believe it was and opt out of getting uh solicitations in the mail and your credit score will go up by like five points well that's a myth (laughs) all right very good victoria very good Thank thank you very welcome all right next myth all right, so you go to an auto dealership, right? Mm-hmm. He runs your credit, they say, to 12 different times, right? So uh, will all those all inquiries affect your credit scores? No. Excellent. I did teach her a couple little things <laughs> here and there. So, And why is that, Victoria?
2: Well, because once the first person, they know that you're looking for a car. So you've got like a month to go to all the different dealerships, they're going to run your credit, some of them are going to run your credit nine or ten times, probably, right?
1: Correct. Exactly.
2: And then, so none of those technically are going to really uh, hurt your credit, or bring your credit score down, because, you know, you, you get the one inquiry.
1: Very good. Okay. Very good. So, the way it works is for auto mortgages and student loans those are the three categories so when they run your credit they code it right and so that's how the bureaus know that it's from an auto or you know wherever it's coming from right and so the bureaus are giving you a 30-day window to go around shop around in one of those three categories with only one uh, the first inquiry counting against you so you walk in today You go to an auto dealership. They run it 12 times. You'll see them on your credit reports, but the only one is counting against you. Now, if you go keep shopping around within that 30 days, only that first one is going to count against you. But if you hit that 31st day and get another one checked in one of those three categories, then that one's going to count against you and start to cycle back over on the first one. Gotcha. Okay. So, all right. So now that we got that covered, all right, so let's go to the next one. It will take seven years to improve my credit when it actually is going, say, ongoing process to improve your credit. Here, let me read this one more time. So, okay, so you got bad credit, right? And they say that it's going to – you're trying to improve your credit. It's going to take seven years because now you got a lot of messed up credit, you know, whomever. And they got a lot of derogatories, their credit scores in the 400s and so forth that they think it's going to take seven years to recover. True or false? False. False. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That is false because it's seven years from the date the item goes into default Is when the seven-year mark starts. So if you stop paying something, they say like a credit card, really, it's going to be on there seven and a half years because it takes 180 days for it to go into default. Then the seven-year mark starts. All right. So let's take a quick break here. I am John Wilkinson with the Financial Truths in the studio with Victoria Brinkley today debunking some of the credit myths. We will return and be back.
0: Hey folks, this is Captain Terry here to talk to you about Hooked on Heroes. Hooked on Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 100% of donations go to take veterans on fishing trips. Hooked on Heroes takes 250 to 300 veterans on one day fishing trips twice a year. You can donate to this great cause through their website at hookedonheroes.com or call Ron at 386 364 9589. That's Ron at 386 364 9589. They need your help getting rods and reels and leader and other fishing items for these fishing trips all the veterans that hooked on heroes want to thank you in advance for your support
3: The Fish Florida Association is here for you during these difficult times. When you join FFA, they'll work together with you to help your business with exposure, promotion, advertising, marketing, and services that will save your company hundreds if not thousands of dollars for just a $199 setup fee and nineteen ninety-five dollars monthly service fee. To join, just go to FishFloridaAssociation.com or give them a call at 561-900-4283.
0: All of us at the Southern Sportsman are proud to promote Forever Outdoors, which is working hard to make a difference. You can find them on Facebook and the Fish Florida mobile app. Every donation benefits organ donations and saving lives around the world. Thank you, Rob Robinson, for the work you've done to save lives. Donate today. Every dollar counts. Everyone at Fish307.com would like to take a moment to thank you, their customers, for your business and trust throughout the years, which have allowed Fish307 to become one of the worldwide leaders in the recreational fishing industry. Fish307.com is your number one resource to take care of all your fishing tackle needs and so much more. On their website, you can also find great tips and tricks to make your fishing experiences more fun. Check them out at Fish307.com today. They have all kinds of great values waiting, so remember, Fish307.com.
3: I am a veteran. I spent two years alone and homeless. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was finding the support to get back on my feet. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding the help I
4: needed. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human
3: again. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
4: Visit www.fda.gov slash drugdisposal.
1: Good morning, Florida. We are back. The Financial Truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson. In the studio today, Victoria Brinkley. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning, John. How are you this morning?
2: Oh, I'm very good, thank you.
1: Excellent.
2: Loving the show.
1: Excellent. Very good. I hope everybody out there is learning a little bit of things because Victoria and I, we are debunking some of the credit myths out there that has to do with personal credit. So we are on myth number 12, number 12, question 12. So let's say you have a foreclosure or a bankruptcy on your credit, right? Now, does that permanently hurt the credit score?
2: Uh, Seven years.
1: So true or false or true? (laughs) I mean.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm saying that it does not permanently hurt your score.
1: Excellent. So that's correct. Now, different types of foreclosures, um, well, they all stay on your credit seven years from the date of default, right? Now, the bankruptcies, you have different types of bankruptcies. You have that Chapter 11 and a Chapter 7 and a Chapter 13. So most individuals do a Chapter 7 or a 13. 13 is where you... Pay a percentage back to your creditors, and a seven is when you just walk away from everything. So I like to think of the numbers backwards. Everybody says seven is good luck and 13 is not good luck. Well, in this case, it's kind of reversed because the Chapter 13 stays on the credit for seven years, and the Chapter 7 stays on for 10 years. Wow. Right. So that's a big difference between the two. So, yes, it's not tragic to your credit score. If you have a bankruptcy or foreclosure, it'll eventually go away and you can exercise your rights under state and federal laws to see if everything was put on there correctly as well.
2: But many people can still go out and get a credit card. I've seen people months, months after they've done that and they still were able to go get a credit card and, you know, get a, a new mortgage as well.
1: That's correct. So now if you had a bankruptcy, you know, there are, you usually have to start what they call a secure credit card, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you give them money and they hold onto it and give you the credit card, which reports on your credit just like a regular credit card counts the same way into your credit scores, right? So that'll start, uh, rebuilding the credit and helping the scores. And then of course, you know, you're at first, you're going to have to eat some of the interest and have some kind of high interest and so forth until you get established back. But sometimes doing a bankruptcy actually will increase the credit score. Wow. So, yeah, so it all depends on where you're at because you've got to remember that everything that you include in that bankruptcy no longer counts in the score anymore once the bankruptcy is included. Right? It's only the bankruptcy itself that is affecting the score. right? So if you're trying to remove something that's included in a bankruptcy, uh, you're wasting your time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so on to the next one, because we got so many to go here. All right, so we'll skip this one. Um, do you know how often they change the credit scores? Let's say you got a credit score today. How often do you think it's – when would you think it's a good time to come back and check your credit score again? Every month. Every month? Okay, that's fair. So there's no delay in when something hits your credit report. It's going to change your credit score instantly, so there's no delay at all, right because it's all the algorithm, it's computer wise. If you go get a hard inquiry, uh, let's say apply for a credit card, um, it gets reported on their credit as soon as it reports, it's going to affect the credit score. so there's no delay. but yeah, it's a good idea, I'd say to check it probably every 30 days to make sure you know everything is uh, looks okay and so forth to make sure you don't have any kind of fraud or anything else on there. All right, next question. All right, let's see. see. All right, so when you check your credit score, let's say Credit Karma and so forth, is that going to hurt your credit scores? So you go online. I think that would be false. Correct. So you're not going to hurt your credit score checking your credit yourself. All right, so it's only when you are applying for finances, for the most part, um, will it hurt your credit score, such as a credit card. Anytime you apply for a credit card, it's one for one. Every inquiry is going to affect the credit score, all right, because they're not giving you any window to shop around. The reason being, because if you look on the back of the credit card application, it's going to say your interest rates going to be from 2% to 34%, <laughs> whatever the case may be. It's going to give you a range, so... So they say because they're giving you that range, right, that they're not going to give you a chance to shop around for the best credit card. So it's a one for one. All right. So moving on to the next question. All right. I want to find a good one here. Find a good one. Let's see. Types of credit doesn't matter. So the different types of credit doesn't matter when it comes to the credit score. True or false? False. Excellent. So remember... When it comes to the FICO credit score, 10% of your credit is called mixed credit, meaning you don't want to have all just revolving debt, such as credit card, and you don't want to have just installment debt, such as maybe student loan, an automobile, or so forth. That means that you pay a set amount per month until it's paid off, and then it closes. That's an installment loan, pretty much, all right? So that definitely matters. You want to have at least one revolving debt and at least one installment. Okay. All right. Next question. Paying off an old collection or charge off will increase your credit score? Mm, No. That's correct. So. Paying off an old one, it all depends on how old. So really, you know, you really need to know what you're doing before you find an old collection on your credit and decide to pay it off because you didn't know it was there from way back when and so forth. Because you can actually, if they didn't update that account for over 24 months, and now you go back and settle it, and they're going to update that account showing a settled balance or whatever, zero balance, that's going to get updated, and that could potentially hurt your credit scores. So it's all on a case-by-case basis. You always got to know what you're doing. You can run it through like simulators nowadays to decide what to do or not to do, but there's always professionals such as myself that can guide you on things like that as well. All right, next question. All right, using a debit card will help build your credit score. False. Correct. So when you use a debit card, a debit card does not report to the credit bureaus. That's tied to like a checking account and so forth. Even a prepaid or a gift card does not report to the credit bureaus. It's only the secured credit cards or unsecured type credit cards that report to the credit bureaus. Now, when I say credit cards, that could be a store department card. That could be your major uh, MasterCard visa, so forth, you know, and so as long as it's a revolving debt, it could even be an online shopping, like Fingerhood or whatever. That's a revolving debt as well because you're borrowing, you pay, you borrow, you pay, and it's revolving. Okay, so next question, next question. All right, so if you remove something from one of the credit bureaus, does that mean it's going to re- be removed from the other two credit bureaus? No. Excellent. And why is that? Why do you think?
2: I I don't know. Okay. Maybe they don't communicate enough.
1: Very good. So each credit bureau is a private owned publicly traded company. It's government regulated, but it's not owned by the government. So a lot of people think it's government owned or something like that. These are multi-billion dollar companies that gather their data repository companies. They gather this data, and then they sell that information, hence why you get their pre-approvals in the mail, because that's that creditor going to the credit bureaus, asking for everybody that's in that score range or whatever to solicit, right? So that's why you get those in the mail. So
2: they're all feeding off of everybody.
1: Right. So they're gathering all your information, right? And they don't want to share information between one another because they're three different private companies. They wanna, they all have their own Uh, data suppository account, you know, um, databases. All right, so next question. All right, so credit repair is against the law. True or false? False. Very good. So there's a federal statute called, we call it CROA, C-R-O-A, Credit Repair Organizational Act, all right? This is a federal statute mandated saying that all credit repair companies and the United States cannot charge up front for the service or credit repair. Okay? So meaning that they, you can't come to them and they say, oh, we'll clean up your credit for $500 or $1,000 or whatever the case may be. Well, and if you pay them that money before they did anything, well, that's against federal statutes. Okay, so they either supposed to pay like a monthly fee after some services are rendered. Hence, they send out the letters. um, They do something. They have to have services rendered before they can charge you. All right, and each state is different when it comes to the laws as well. When it you know, to a credit repair organization such as Georgia, you have to be a nonprofit attorney owned and in some case a realtor. So for profit companies in Georgia, no go. All right. So we're going to come back, make a short of uh, advertisement and come back and debunk some of these credit mills with Victoria in the studio. I am John Wilkinson, your host of The Financial Truths. We'll be back.
0: Credit Solution Experts is a proud vendor and a member of the Fish Florida Association. They are offering help with credit repair, credit counseling, business lines of credit, loans, and more. Please reach out and give them a call today. They can help. Just call 954-318-2923 or visit them on the web at credit-repair-professions.com.
6: Looking for faith-based solutions to challenges you're experiencing in your life? Meet Reverend Dr. Sean Alexander, who's been recognized as the Head of Chaplains International. He is a member of the clergy, a diplomat of the National Board of Christian Clinical Therapists, a board-certified supervisor, and a presidential member of the American Association of Christian Counseling. Dr. Sean can provide pastoral counseling and coaching for adults and children. As a Christian, there is nothing more important than to walk the path that God has for you in your life and business and to achieve the things that Christ has for you in your life. To book a pastoral counseling appointment, please visit drshawnalexander.org.
0: The Southern Sportsman Show is proudly brought to you by the Fish Florida Association. With your membership, you'll save time and money and get to choose from over 45 member benefits, services, and exposure for your business. Not to mention, you get to be a big part of giving back to conservation, preservation, and charities working hard out there to make a difference. To get signed up, visit the Fish Florida mobile app or fishfloridaassociation.com.
3: Is your credit less than perfect? Worried about getting ripped off by a credit repair company? Look no further. Credit Solution Programs is a non-profit credit education and consumer advocates company with credit score improvement service that uses consumer credit rights under federal and state laws. Visit our site at creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Again, creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360.
4: Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In
6: every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music just like other families do over sports, camping, or other interests. And we talked. Little everyday conversations from silly to serious that built a foundation over time. Honest conversations, like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that i wanted to uphold in my own life and i was so grateful that you and mom had become these sober stable people who were always there for me i wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success not alcohol or other drugs whether it's music or anything else i said it a lot and i'm glad you took it to heart
3: Talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
5: The following show was
1: pre-recorded. Good morning, Florida. The Truths, your host, John Wilkinson, and we are back in the studio. We have Victoria, and we are... But sorry, Victoria Brinkley. How you doing, Victoria?
2: Good morning.
1: Sorry, I didn't want to be rude there and and keep going without (laughs) introducing you properly. Thank you. You're welcome. So anyway, we are debunking some of the personal credit myths that are out there, right? And so we went through a handful already, and now we're going to go through the last few here since we had in the last segment of our show here. All right, Victoria. So next question. Does your salary make a difference in your credit score? No. Excellent. So your salary does not affect your credit score. It's the way you spend, your spending habits, such as, you know, paying on time, the amount you owe, your history, mixed credit, and inquiries. So even though you make a million dollars or just $10, <laughs> that's not going to affect your credit score. Excellent, Victoria. All right, on to the next question. I like this one. All right, so there's a place on your credit report that you can put, like a, I think it's a hundred word statement, right, on there. So it's called a consumer statement. So if you add a consumer statement to your credit reports, will this make a difference in your credit scores?
2: Um, I don't. I think that's false.
1: Excellent. That is false. So a consumer statement is nothing more than that. Just a consumer statement, right? It's up to the creditors that you're applying with. If they want to read that consumer statement and take that in consideration, that's their prerogative. But it's not going to affect the credit scores at all because remember, your credit scores are a three digit number that assesses your risk probability. So the lower your score, the higher your risk, the the higher your score, the lower your risk, right? That's the way lenders are looking at when it comes to the credit scores as a risk factor, right? So... You kind of have to step away of a, as a consumer, step back as a consumer, and put yourself in the lender's shoes, I like to say, Um because they don't know anything about you, that you're a good person, that you go to church every Sunday or whatever the case may be, right? They just have the data that's in front of them to determine whether they should approve you for whatever you applied for, right? So. Based off of this, you got to have the education and know when to go in to ask for the financial credit or amount of that you're going to borrow, right? So, my suggestion Is even if you go to Credit Karma, because those are your credit scores, they're called your Vantage 3.0, which they're just coming out with Vantage 4.0, right? But these are your credit scores. They're just calculated differently than the FICO credit scores, but it's still 300 to 850, right? You still kind of see about where you are, if you're good, if you're bad, fair, poor, But the thing about Credit Karma that I like is you can see the actual data that's with the three credit bureaus. Now, don't try to dispute the information on there based off of that data because, remember, it's being pulled in from the credit bureaus. You want to go directly to the credit bureaus and look at that data. But – It does show you your data from the credit bureaus, and it does a update about every seven days. So to me, that's wonderful, you know, because you can kind of see when the credit cards are going to update again because it says on the, I think, the very top date, it says last reported, right? So if you see that it's reported, let's say, July 23rd, you can pretty much assume on August 23rd, that's when they're going to update the balance. So hint, hint, if you got a credit card, and you're trying to play the, the scoring system game, so to speak. Pay down that credit card before it updates. Wait till it updates with the new balance. Your scores will go up, right? And hence, then you will be in a better position to get approved, get a better interest rate, and so forth. Okay? So, remember, 300 to 850 is the credit score range. Even with the Vantage score, they even changed it Because it was from, like, I think at 220 to 900, and then they came out with a different versions, and they made it the same thing with FICO. So, again, it's just calculated differently. So, anyway, Victoria, I wanted to talk to our audience about how we met, right? So, um, Victoria Brinkley here is with the Fish Florida Association. Uh, She reached out to us, I guess it was about, what, a year or two ago?
2: It's been about a year.
1: But a year, okay. Yes. Uh, she reached out to us and was telling us about you know the conservation, preservation, uh, and about the Fish Florida Association. How she helps her vendors out, you know, getting recognition and plus helping others out. So that's what really drew me into it because it not only are we helping the conservation, preservation, and so forth. But we're also helping other individuals out because we're getting out there to, let's say, boat captains or anybody that has a business to teach them how to separate their business credit from their personal credit. Um, and so there's so much. I'm so proud to be a vendor. And if tell me a little bit more about, like, I know we have you have so much, so many more vendors on the Fish Florida Association app. Uh, with so many services and products right at their fingertips, correct?
2: Well, let me explain. So uh, the vendors, uh, we have uh, over 45 member services. So we have vendors set up. And those vendors are also members of the association. Um, Some of the vendors uh, and and some of the members, you know, everything's customized per person to see what they need with their business or what they need individually. But, you know, just with our Fish Florida Marketplace, for example, we're partnered with over 4,500 retailers. Now, when you shop through that marketplace, you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And you get to pick from a charity. And there's a wide variety of charities there. So, yes, the, you know, when you tie in the, the charities and the philanthropic thread that we have through the company, it's really, really exciting and people want to be a part of that conservation efforts. You know, we're partnered with the Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Um, they're doing great work, you know, with conservation here in Florida. And every, every member gets to be a part of giving back uh, when they join the association. Plus, you know, if you're a vendor or a member, you definitely get all of those services and things that come with the membership. It is a fantastic value.
1: Excellent. So, yes, I'm a proud vendor myself. You know, this is, you know, one of the reasons, because we're giving back to the community. I have learned, I have went through ins and outs, years and years, spent thousands and thousands of dollars with the uh, the best of the best that know this industry inside and out that actually work for the credit bureaus and FICO, so... <laughs> So I wanted to get the information from the horse's mouth, so to speak, instead of the word on the street. <laughs> okay, um, so that's is why we came and made the show. We actually came together and brought the show to teach the community about how personal and business credit really works, and debunk a bunch of myths, and start answering a bunch of questions out there. Because I hear so many questions every day, and hear so many myths every day. That I really believe, true in my heart, that we really need this as a community, as people. If the government's not going to do it, then we have to do it as the people. People
2: just need to be educated and well-informed.
1: Exactly. And if the government's not going to put it into the colleges or the schools, then we're going to have to ourselves, right? Yep. Exactly. So, again, um, we're going to start teaching you about small businesses, how to separate the business credit. So. You know, the, the business credit, you can buy everything with business credit that you can do with personal credit. You can buy a house, you can buy a car, you can get credit cards, everything else. So the reason I'm passionate about this, is because most small businesses in this country, unfortunately, fell from the first three to five years, right? And so what does most people do is they start funding their business using their personal credit. And if the business goes on, they're usually with their personal credit goes with it as well, right? So we so, tell people. So
2: let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. So if an individual has bad credit, the creditors are coming after to you know, collect, and they file a bankruptcy, how would that affect their business?
1: Okay, so... Is that a fair question? Yeah, that's a fair question. Number one, it's not going to affect their business, right? Because their business is separate from their personal, okay? So when they signed the agreement, it wasn't for their business. It was for them personally. So they can't touch the business because they didn't sign under for the business, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, if it was business credit cards, they could go after them, or with a personal guarantee, they could go after them, but... Personally, they can't touch the business, and usually if they're going after business, they can't touch you personally, depending on how you have the business structured and so forth, Mm -hmm. right? So even if you have bad personal credit, you can still start establishing your business credit. You get what they call 30-day net accounts or net accounts, right? So you buy something. um, You pay for it. They report to the credit bureaus, hence start billing your personal credit. So you got like Quill, Granger, um, Staples. I mean, there's so many different ones. Gas stores, I think is great, you know, for business, uh, start established business credit as well. So you got Duns and Brass Street, you got Equifax, and you got Experian. That, that are the three credit bureaus, the business credit bureaus. So no TransUnion, no TransUnion. TransUnion is out of the picture. All right. So we got to wrap it up here. We will be coming back next week to teach you more about personal and business credit. Um, We want to wrap it up. I want to thank Victoria Brinkley for being in the studio with me today, dealing with me about how the credit works inside and out. Thank you, Victoria.
2: Thank you very much for having
1: us. Thank you. This is The Financial Truths with John Wilkinson. Thank you so much.
3: This has been a Fish Florida Media Group production.